0: Welcome to Hive Mind, Copter's very own podcast. In this show, we invite brilliant minds to discuss and debate topics we're all passionate about community building, navigating the world of business, leadership, and so much more. Come join, and if you've got something on your hive mind, tell us. Hi, Dory. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here, and I'm so excited to have all the questions uh, asked from you. So, hi. Hi, thank you for the invitation. You're really welcome. Um, how's your baby? I just see that you're having this beautiful session right now and I'm gonna see how what you're how you're doing right.
1: Yeah, it's it's really, really nice. Well, it's tiring, it's exhausting <laughs> because I sleep uh, only a couple of hours <laughs> a night, and she's very active um, <laughs> during the day. Um and she doesn't really sleep, only like 20 minutes or 30. So it's tiring, but it's also very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, she likes to be outside and we went to hike with her sometimes. Nice. <laughs> so it's, it's really nice. And now I'm, I'm breastfeeding. So if you will hear some, <laughs> some noises, <laughs> then it's, uh, it's her. But um, she's a really, really nice baby. I I can't complain I can't complain (laughs) and I think you will hear uh, about her uh, in the story of the book
0: <laughs> amazing thank you so much so before we kind of get to the story of your book and zero waste kitchen I just wanted to go back a little bit I always like to ask my guests about their beginnings and I would really love to hear what made you guys decide to travel a long long time ago because it was a couple of years ago and really what were the most memorable experiences and how did that change you as a person
1: so it was in two thousand fourteen mm-hmm. uh, when we started this um, this travel, and we got married um, September two thousand thirteen. So it was our honeymoon, basically, <laughs> <laughs> but a longer one, a one year uh, long trip. And uh, we were planning to to travel as a backpacker, um, as a couple, from from years before this travel. Uh, And after the university, we went to work to to Scotland to earn money, (laughs) Uh, you know, very classic, like uh, my my husband was uh, working in the kitchen uh, Mm -hmm. of a restaurant and I was waitressing, like super classic uh, thing that you usually do. (laughs) Uh, And uh, so... um, we were planning to to travel from that money that that we earned there and let's see how long it takes. but of course you know life changed um, or plans a bit uh, because my my father passed away, so we had to come back mm-hmm. um, earlier from uh, um, from this um, journey or like we were planning to to work there for for one year or two years. Uh, but we had to come back and then we actually said that, okay, we are not going to this tree because there are so many things going on and we started mm-hmm. to work um, in uh, in Hungary. Uh, but after our, our wedding, we said that, okay, but what, what are, you know, the other times like there will never be a perfect time to to <laughs> to, to leave for a year. Because you always have something, you have something in your family or or work, or I started a really great project or like my, the project I was working on started to progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we said that, okay, there is, there will never be a perfect time. So we started this travel um, um, in the US and we were traveling um, only to, to the West until we came back. So during the year, we uh, we only traveled to the West. So it was a really round the world trip. Um, and what made us um, um, decide to go is because we are both super curious people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we were questioning, you know, a lot of things about the society or a or, um, uh, common subject with uh, um, or major with, with uh, my husband was philosophy. Mm-hmm. So it, it also, you know, made us question a lot of things. And we just wanted to, um, to really experience uh, the world, different cultures, different family models around the world and also to see how people treat the environment mm-hmm. but we don't own eyes because of course we read about it and heard about it a lot but it's very different when you when you go there when you live with a family when you travel with the public transportation that mm-hmm. they have um so and of course after our wedding we we wanted to spend you know a very um um how to say like very um um extreme amount of time <laughs> together mm-hmm. and uh, uh just um yeah experience and and get to know each other uh, better in different situations that probably would never happen when we are living um here alone as a as a married couple
0: mm-hmm. That's really, really cool. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm pretty sure that during these trips, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that you had really great experiences that connected you to the environment and the environment protection and zero waste and all that. Do you think you could name one or two experiences that were very memorable for you? And when you guys kind of decided to go into this direction, or wasn't it not just the trip, but everything else that was happening around you, like what made you go into this direction at all?
1: I think it was not just this trip. Um, mm-hmm. It started way earlier. Like for example, I um, I'm vegetarian from more than twenty years now. Mm-hmm. So it's like trying to be more conscious about the the effects of my lifestyle on the environment on, mm-hmm. or on societies. Uh, it started way earlier, but this trip was definitely um, like a turning point or a mm-hmm. milestone because uh, that was the time when we both experienced that actually the, the actions or uh, the, the money we pay for um, or give for, for certain services and, and products have an effect on, on not only in the environment, but in, um, in, in other societies, uh, mm-hmm. v- very far from us. So, um and we also experience that the tourism or uh, or Western societies have so much effect on people's life in mm-hmm. in um, yeah. so to say you know economically um, not so developed countries I really don't like to to, to make this distinction like developed mm-hmm. and undeveloped countries because that's only a um, on economic um, a term um so um, and also that we seen like why we started to uh to focus on waste is uh is because um the very um unfortunate thing that we experienced is the um that the most visible um uh remark <laughs> what people live on the planet is their waste and it was so so crazy when we traveled to countries where there are no waste management, mm-hmm. and we we had we had seen with our own eyes that if we would you know just throw away all the waste that we produce in Western countries with our mm-hmm. lifestyle, there will be heels of uh, um, of of waste on the street, you know, just from the packages that we use, yeah. and on in these countries where actually people uh, produce less waste um, than than us. Uh, We've seen, you know, um, uh, mountains of, of waste in cities and uh, uh, rivers that are not flowing, uh, where biodiversity is completely killed because of the waste management. Mm-hmm. And we started to, to realize our, uh, our role in it. So everything that we buy here in Hungary from a company that has no like waste uh, management in another country, we support mm-hmm. and we say yes to that that product, and that was very shocking for us. I mean, we knew that, but you know, see it in your own eyes—that's that's very different. And then when we came back, we we said um, with 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 Edward that uh, okay, that's something that we don't want to take part in, and mm-hmm. we try to um, to live an alternative lifestyle that. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps us to reduce um, or um, or economic or or environmental uh, footstep and also the, the amount of waste that we use. And uh, also during this trip, we were trying to um, um, to reduce our waste. Like for example, we um, we we didn't buy um, the plastic bottles, the mm-hmm. single-use plastic bottles, even in countries where they said that it's not so. Um, healthy to drink the tap water we had mm-hmm. um, uh, a water filtering um, pan mm-hmm. with us um, and uh, we were drinking the water and just you know with this little thing we I think we saved an enormous amount of plastic mm-hmm. um so with little things we we were very conscious or for example we only um went to to homestays we were doing couch surfing so we were trying to um to help um, accommodations that we thought that they are um, they are making a difference and not mm-hmm. you know, like giving out money for hotel chains that are led by uh, some, <laughs> some Western uh, companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and instead when we gave money for something, we we wanted to make sure that 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 service is not supporting anything that it's against or or values. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, sometimes we failed because we didn't know that we are paying for something. And at the end, we seen that, oh, okay, this service was, okay, there's something different that they were promoting. So we also had to make, you know, learn from our mistakes. But um, we were trying to be conscious in that trip already. But Mm -hmm. it wasn't as extreme as when we came home and we said that, okay, from now on, we won't buy anything that it's packaged, um, and we won't throw away um, any um, any like food-related uh, packages mm-hmm. or or any packages that we could save to come to our household. We just try to make not to come into our household. <laughs>
0: this is what i'm really curious about right because you mentioned that you're you've been a vegetarian for years before these trips and ex- experiences and then when you came home from all the experiences that you had you decided to live this lifestyle of you know less waste and as little waste as you possibly can. And I'm just wondering, how did you figure out what to do, right? Because it's it's not something that people necessarily are able to just start one day because they think they want to. Um, they decide, but then they also have to kind of figure out ways you know uh, be less wasteful and um just be more environmentally conscious so what were the steps for you guys or like did you already have a certain amount of um you know things that you knew you could be doing in order to achieve less waste in your life or how did you kind of combine your experiences and start this lifestyle when you got back from your trip Mm
1: -hmm. it was more like doing a research and and a lifestyle change so Mm um back then like it was in 2014 2015 so when we came back it was 2015 now like six years ago the zero waste movement was like no one knew when you say that oh this is a zero waste product there were no zero waste product or shops <laughs> yeah. or you know yeah. something now it's everyone knows that uh, okay my cookbook is called zero waste uh, um, cookbook and even in you know hungarian people know like what is zero waste so uh, but back then, there were no places where you can get information. And um, um, I'm a very dedicated person. So if <laughs> I put something in my mind, <laughs> poor, my poor husband <laughs> knows that, okay, if I decided to do something, then we would change everything, like very suddenly. But for some people, I know that it's um, it's easier to do it step by step. I'm a person that, okay, if I'm, I, I decided that we will remove all the waste from our household now i mean like not throwing out the plastic that we already Mm -hmm. have it's not zero waste but like using them up as long as we can but um um then i yeah when i decided that okay we won't let anything come to our household it was okay from now on nothing (laughs) 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 and uh uh I remember when I started to use, you know, first time, um, um, the, the method of washing my, my hair with, uh, with soap, like a hair washing soap and vinegar. And I was using so much plain vinegar without mixing it with water. And I, I went to, went to the bed and my husband said that, okay, you know, you really need to do something with this zero waste thing because you smell like, uh, uh, sour cucumber or pickles, you know, and, uh, so i had also my you know like my failures but um i started to meet people who who have experiences in this um subject or read their um there were i think that back then there were only one uh, website or blog mm-hmm. about that um and um, i was reading um yeah i think mostly mostly i was researching on the internet like okay how can i or or you know just these are very simple things i mean mm-hmm. to live a zero waste lifestyle you just need to look back how your basically how your grandparents live um or grand-grandparents yeah mostly grand-grandparents and um so how they were doing it but of course there are you know new uh, life situations they haven't Mm -hmm. had to bring uh, food to their uh, uh, workplaces or sandwiches or they were not using straws or Mm -hmm. uh, it was easier for them because uh, they had a cow in the village and they went to take the milk (laughs) there were no problem with uh, reducing plastic but um, so what I did is um, basically I went through all the situations when I produce waste during the day. Mm-hmm. So, for example, fr- when you wake up, when when you go to bed, you just trying to to realize like, okay, here I produced some some waste. So, how can I find alternative ways? So, for mm-hmm. example, um I was cooking back then. Uh, I was cooking uh, for, or uh, I was already cooking for. Um, um, for taking the food to, to our workplace, mm-hmm. so instead of buying food in uh, in a plastic container like a mm-hmm. single use con- container, uh, we were taking uh, food in our own containers. And for example, um, at my workplace, uh, we introduced a method uh, that um, we were putting um, a paper on the uh, on the door. Um, and we asked people. I reminded them that if you are going down to buy uh, food, uh, do you have you remembered yourself to take um, um, nice um, a, box a container with you, yeah. a lunchbox? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a container with you. And uh, so, just little things like to make our life and and then others' life uh, easier. Because of course, it's um, it's it's an effort that you have to make. Because that's a lifestyle. So you need to remind yourself that. Okay if I go to buy something in the supermarket let's say um do I have uh, a bag with me so mm-hmm. I don't need to take um for for you know two croissants or um or uh, a new plastic single use plastic bag so I always had these things with with myself. But, for example, I never drink coffee. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't need to buy these uh, super fancy coffee cups, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, takeaway coffee cups. Um, yeah, so basically, what i what I could suggest to everyone, like even before you start to change anything, mm-hmm. just observe, just observe the situations mm-hmm. where uh, you produce waste. and maybe, choose one that is the most disturbing for you. (laughs) For some people it's, uh, it's the plastic bag, but I have a friend who, um, uh, who changed to, um, um, from the single use uh, pads for, uh, for cleaning your, uh, your face, like this Mm -hmm. facial pad. Mm -hmm. Um, and she switched to, uh, to a textile one. So it was Um, her first step and this is probably the last step for someone else so but that was the most disturbing for her that okay every time I remove my makeup in the evening I'm using three or four um, um, pads which are made of plastic and and then she she just um, uh, switched to to an alternative so everyone starts from a different uh, part This is amazing, actually. Um,
0: I think when I actually first got to know you was a couple of, I wouldn't say years, it wasn't that long ago, but it was a while ago. And I've seen a lot of your stories online. I've seen so many things of what you were doing. And for me, it was such an amazing feeling to have someone like you kind of standing up and creating all these communities and kind of um, developing these stories and making sure that people are there and know what zero waste is and so you finally got to this point where you've decided to write a cookbook zero waste kitchen and what I'm really curious about is what uh, I've, I've been to your book launch, which was amazing. And you told us a little bit about the story of the book, but I, I would really love to ask you to kind of tell us what made you want to actually start writing this book and, and and you know, just channel all the knowledge that you've gained so far
1: about Zero Waste. Yes, yeah, so what I uh, experienced um, during Like, for example, uh, I don't want to go like far back, but Mm -hmm. um, when I was organizing um, uh, a festival in Mm -hmm. 2018 the first time, and then it Mm -hmm. was 2019, and of course it couldn't happen in 2020, but (laughs) uh, this festival um, uh, was organized zero waste. So that Mm -hmm. was the first step for me when I said that, okay, the only thing that people need is to have someone organize them everything when when they they they're just not producing waste like situations when they avoid but they don't need to think about how to mm. avoid it so just give them all the possibilities to to experience zero waste and um so this organizing this festival was was uh was also a very um um like a milestone for me because um so much waste was connected to um to to our eating habits or the food mm-hmm. uh, that we eat on a festival and on another um, hand um, we were having presentations about the zero waste travel and the lifestyle and this conscious way of of living and traveling with my husband and um, uh, when we were talking about uh, food and food related waste mm-hmm. um we were also talking about that. What is really, really important in that is to um, switch back to seasonal and local um, eating um, habits. And every time they asked, they said that okay, this is this is probably easy or or feasible in <laughs> summer and and uh, and autumn. But what are you eating in winter? I mean, we have to eat the banana and the, uh, and the oranges and uh, and as a vegetarian, you need the tofu and. Um, um and the chia seeds and the quinoa and all these fancy things and avocado of course um, so um every time this question came came back and i feel the need from people that they they they, they need some um some guidance, um, mm-hmm. how to make it, and so first, uh, I think in 2016 or 17, I or I, I, I don't remember, uh, we made a, a kind of challenge with my husband, and for mm-hmm. one week, uh, we were um, taking pictures of uh, of of the food that we were eating in a in mm-hmm. a day. And we were only using five uh, ingredients, um, Mm -hmm. five seasonal ingredients. Mm -hmm. And it was super amazing that how cheap was it (laughs) to eat like that. And uh, um, we we used up almost all all parts of the vegetables. And Mm -hmm. people were so curious. And they said, wow, this is amazing. Like, I would love to get more recipes like that because I, I like to, I want to eat like that, but I just don't have the time, the creativity or the energy to find out what to eat. I'm, I already, you know, lost the, the connection to nature. I mean, in terms of, I, I don't even know like what's in season. Mm-hmm. So, because we can buy everything, uh, um, yeah. in the supermarkets, like even on the markets, we can buy everything. And, and, uh, even i was lost for a while um, because i didn't know like what is really in seasonal what is locally what 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 um are what are the things that are produced in Hungary. Uh, so i started to make make the research and suddenly it came to my mind that um for me the i think the 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 largest help i can i can give to people in in the zero waste is um, to help them um, to change their their eating habits because that's Mm um that's that's the part of the the everyday life um which we produce most of the waste so if we change our eating habits a little bit then we already did a lot uh, to reducing our waste and then you can go of course to like cosmetics and cleaning products and all all those things but you know the eating is a thing that we do every day (laughs) and um Especially with COVID, with all this um, this food ordering, and um, they started to pack foods that they were unpacking before. Mm-hmm. So we need to be more more conscious. But uh, I I really understand that it's it's too much for people. I mean, it's just t- too much things to to take care about. If you want to eat less meat, you want to eat locally and you want to take care of uh, eating with, with less waste. So I said that, OK, I cannot find even in other languages or, you know, not in English, German and Spanish, <laughs> maybe in other languages it exists, but I, I, I couldn't find a, a cookbook um, that connected all these four things Um, to have to to use only local ingredients only seasonal ones so I'm not mixing um, different seasons in Mm -hmm. in my cookbook Um, um, cooking without meat so vegetarian book plus a book that it's um, taking like it's it's conscious about what you can buy easily unpackaged so for example I'm not using so much um, uh, whipped cream Mm-hmm. Or I think maybe I'm suggesting it one or one or two recipes if someone mm-hmm. can buy it unpackaged. But I know that in Hungary, it's super hard to buy it mm-hmm. unpackaged. So I'm trying not to use it mm-hmm. um, many times in my recipes. So that that was the the idea behind that i wanted to to have a book for myself and mm-hmm. for the people that they they just open and they see that okay this is springtime and uh, these are the vegetables that are available in season the others are not seasonal vegetables and here are some inspiration recipes that you can you can have uh and uh, Another thing that I was trying to uh, to focus on is to using up as much parts of vegetables and ingredients mm-hmm. as possible. So things that we that we mostly throw away when we when we buy um, vegetables, such as you know the the leaf of the beetroot, mm-hmm. um, or um, the the leaves of the cauliflower, we we mm-hmm. we tend to just throw them away because we 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 know that okay these are not eatable Mm -hmm. and that's how we that's how we learned it but these are actually eatable and uh and you can use use it up in many different ways Mm -hmm. so yeah that that was the idea behind this is pretty
0: cool I've, i've i've actually had your book in my hand and it was beautiful and as i was reading some parts of it um you mentioned a lot of things uh, just before. And what, what I also noticed is that not just about seasonal, not just about how you should be able to source your ingredients locally, but you've also talked about how all the foods and, you know, vegetables and uh, fruits that we are uh, getting from imports, what kind of economic effects you have there. For example, I've read about the avocado, right? And I've, I've seen a lot of documentaries of how avocados are actually produced around the world and what kind of economic effects there are for people in those countries where these avocados are getting produced. And I was super surprised and that was a super positive experience for me to have read this in your book as well and be like okay maybe if you bought the avocado from this country or you know because that's fair trade and all that and I was like okay I want this book because it's it's it was really thorough for me to read about this in a cookbook which as you said not necessarily find, like findable in any other books that are specifically about cooking and sourcing your ingredients and eating seasonally and all that stuff so I, I was very positively, Um, affected by your cookbook let's just say that and and (laughs) you told us uh, a little bit about during the book lunch about how you've kind of um, went through this process with your friends and writing it and kind of rewriting it and having to source your recipes and you know all the steps that you needed to write down and all the uh, the the amount was hard for you because you just cook usually with what you have and you don't usually you know care that much about the the amount. So I, I was really, 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 really happy of hearing all these stories. And for me, I want to ask you what was the, I guess, takeaway from all this experience for you, the book writing, um, kind of displaying all this information for people. And what do you hope your cookbook will help other people do other than, you know, taking away all this effort that they should have um, in order to live a little bit more consciously?
1: So, um, what, what are my takeaways? Uh, you know, I, I, I never um, imagined that I will write a book and this book will be a cookbook. <laughs> like, well, if, if, um, if someone reads the, the story in the book that I, I didn't like to eat in mm-hmm. my childhood and so people can read the whole story behind that. Um, and, uh, um, well... I think the best part of writing this book was was actually the the process like mm-hmm. doing it with people that are um that are all care about uh the the env- environment um and uh, working with people where you have like literally not a single minute of misunderstanding or conflict mm-hmm. even if it took um mm, 21 months to to do this book um we had the covid between there were like two pregnancies <laughs> during the uh the book so there were so many things that that would otherwise make it um very hard uh, to to make this book but the, the i never experienced in my life such such an amazing team teamwork and mm-hmm um a project that that made from i think purely out of love so i said Mm -hmm. that okay even if this no one will buy this book (laughs) it was it was just so great to to make it and making the taking the pictures and uh just when you see that that the whole thing is blowing and blooming and um and every people who who somehow connected to this project um Mm -hmm. from the um from the guest um um cooks um until the um, to, to claudia uh, from copter who made the um the cover of the book so everyone was just you know like super hard hard full and it was a very very nice experience and uh, i was uh, uh i was always working for non-profit organizations and that was the the first uh, project uh what mm-hmm. i made only for myself as a, mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur and um Uh, I had no idea about the sales and um and the pricing and everything and I was Mm -hmm. really afraid about pricing actually Mm -hmm. and many people said that I (laughs) underpriced my my product uh which I I knew in the beginning uh because Mm -hmm. I know that it's it's you know like a super complex project it was Mm -hmm. it is very expensive like the book itself because um um i was taking care of uh that it's made from um forest certified um, um paper paper um which is which is expensive and uh, i was not packing the i asked the uh, the printing company to not mm-hmm. pack it in plastic mm-hmm. so all these things make it made the price higher uh and uh, so one uh, experience is definitely that I shouldn't be afraid of pricing my product, my product, uh, because I haven't received even one single um, comment about the price. Well, I received one in the beginning where the book was not published,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: um, that person who wrote me that okay, how how can I I, I sell a book for that price even mm-hmm. when like the super shapes uh, in the uh, in the bookstore they are selling it for less and. I explained her that wh- why is this product, um, um, priced like that. And when she actually seen the book, she wrote me that, okay, now she understands <laughs> and, and she feels sorry that she wrote this email for me. <laughs> so that was only one person. And, um, and since the, the book was launched, I only received positive feedbacks and people are sending me the food that they made. And, um, uh, they are sharing stories about how they changed uh um uh, their um their cooking habits and uh you know sending pictures that wow I went to shop today and I was only produced this amount of waste oh, and thank you love for the inspiration and uh, I never know that I can eat the the leaves of the um horseradish let's yeah. say and yeah, yeah. now I made a food out of it and it feels so good and um that's the outcome that i actually wanted to 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 achieve that the people feel good about uh doing something for the environment like mm-hmm. because that's 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 you know just a happy uh, or joyful way of doing for the environment uh when you are cooking like that and that's what i wanted to achieve that um, um, living a more uh, conscious lifestyle a more green lifestyle is not about giving up on things it's it's more like you know finding different ways and uh, and feeling happy about what what you did and um and i also receive feedbacks from people that the whole book um as we planned uh it's um um somehow like emanates this this whole uh, happiness and, and joyfulness with the pictures with the writing and so people just love to love to read it and that's what I wanted to to achieve that they just you know sometimes they even send me pictures with the, reading it with their kids or just as a as a night reading and you know mm-hmm. like how can you, I could never imagine like people sending me pictures with, oh, did that, that's what I'm reading before going to bed, a cookbook. So yeah. And, uh, one really funny thing is that just a little story that my, uh, we, we gave, um, uh, a book as a present to a midwife and, uh, um, she told me that she left the book on the um, on the countertop in the kitchen, mm. and she has a teenager um, daughters, and mm. one of them told her that, uh, "Wow, I, I read this book, and okay, from now on, I'm not eating banana." And since then, <laughs> she never eaten banana. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so that's even amazing. you know, teenagers can be yeah. can be influenced, and uh, I think that's that's a really good um,
0: feedback. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, congratulations on your book. It it is actually that amazing. I, I can attest to that as well. And one question that I really love to ask my guests at the end of each of our conversations is that if you have some sort of billboard to display a phrase, a word, or a sentence or you know, sentences, what would it be? What would you say?
1: About my my product or about, about anything. Ah, okay um well probably i would say that you know never never forget that um your money is not only for you know buying products it's 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 a vote for 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 services and um uh, um and products um that you that you actually want to exist on the planet mm-hmm. so every time when you buy something it's not just a single purchase and it has so much um um the yeah, effect yeah and use it use it wisely something oh, nice. like that I that, like that i would say is because that's what you all that you can always think about when you go to supermarket or or when you choose not to buy things in the supermarket but instead of go to the uh to the local market and buy it from from local people that's a very different vote on that tomato <laughs> yeah and and really that. like support these 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 businesses that you that you want um, to 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 grow,
0: yeah, amazing! Thank you so so much for coming today. I loved mm-hmm. hearing your story and all the experiences that you shared. Thank you so much, and I'll see you
1: around. Yeah, thank you for the invitation, and yeah, if anyone has questions when I'm around coptad maybe a couple of months <laughs> when my daughter will be a little bit um, uh, older, uh, then I'm happy to to answer or or help. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you so much. Bye. Thank you all for tuning in for today's discussion. If you enjoyed it just as much as I did, please share it with others, post about it on social media or leave a rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Show notes will include links to everything as usual. You can head over to koptarbudapesht.hu for more information or check out our Facebook, Instagram or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you at Koptar and remember, if you've got something in your hive mind, tell us.